I hope you come around like I did to this album on this week's episode of Nani's Tune with Avery and Lena. Or, and this might be tooting our own horn. We could say, welcome to paradise. (laughs) (laughs) But more importantly, before we get into the album, we have a guest today. So, Anita, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, it's Annette, actually. Annette. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I was confused because he told me your name was Annette. Like, that is what he told me your name was about an hour ago. And it just I am horrible with names. I am. We're on the good page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you were part of Music Junkies podcast. I hope I got that one right. Yeah, um, I did. I, I've been enjoying the podcast. I've been listening lately. But can you tell us a little bit more about your podcast? Because you probably talk about it a lot better than I can. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a podcast really interviewing, you know, tons of different types of people, whether it's, you know, friends, family, singers, comedians, songwriters, you name it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I literally just interviewed Rob Gullen the other day and he wrote Rock Me Amadeo. So it's like oh. my podcast is like a ride view of different types of people. And I just feel like they have songs that relate to memories and they're open to share those memories. And I definitely want them on the show because it's all about that. It's all about your playlist of your life. Nice. I like it. So where did you come up with the idea for your podcast? Yeah, great question. I uh, actually, my husband and I, I was thinking, well, I'm in, I have a finance company. That's my background. And when COVID hit, I had a lot of extra time <laughs> on my side and, uh, I thought maybe I would do a podcast with my daughter or like one of my really good friends. We've been best friends for 35 years. I thought that would be fun, but their lives were just so different than me to kind of get together and do it. So my husband and I were just having a glass of wine and we're just kind of passing the phone back and forth. Remember this song, remember this song, remember this song. And he said, this is what your podcast should be about. And we literally went into the office and recorded our first our first episode, I had no idea what I was really doing. And then I just started asking, I asked about 50 friends and all of them said yes. And I didn't even know if I was going to release it or not. So from June to August, I had like 50 podcasts already recorded. And I was like, I should release this, see what happens. (laughs) And then this kind of snowballed. Then from there, people have constantly reaching out and wanting to be guests on the podcast. So I love it. Now it's just like super fun. Nice, nice. So how long have you been doing it for? Uh, it will be, it'll be, oh, I think it is, we're going into our third season right now. So two nice. and a half years. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a, it's a long time to have a podcast going. It's yeah. A, yeah. I find a lot of podcasts are, you know, a couple months, then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or changing their name or revamping or doing <laughs> something different. It's hard. Like if you're coming up with your own material all the time, it's a challenge, right? To come up on a, I'm glad I didn't pick the podcast that I thought of before to like, you know, you think that you have all these stories and funny stories to share, but maybe after 12 episodes, you're like, I don't know if I really have that many more funny <laughs> stories to share. Yeah. What are we talking about now? At least like your podcast, people can pick, you know, an album, my podcast, they're bringing the material. So I don't have to do a lot of research. I don't have to do any of that stuff. It's, I never know what I'm walking into, <laughs> right? It's like, what rabbit hole are we going down today? Which I love, right? I, I like listening because I, like you say, you don't know what's going to come up and I'll, like, I'll hear a song and I'm like, oh, we've 
talked about that on our podcast or that's a good song we have to talk about that on the podcast on our podcast yeah. so stealing ideas from you but but in a good way not in a horrible no, I love it. <laughs> that's, we have to help our fellow podcasters out right yeah. that's a big thing that i you know, I love kind of doing, you know, where you're collaborating with other people because we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Right. We're all not making millions of dollars on our <laughs> podcast yet where we all want to be. But I think coming together and helping each other and promoting each other, I think it's a great way to branch out. And then obviously you guys are in Alberta, too. So that's a good thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, just up the road yeah. from you. So that's right. <laughs> a slippery road today because that's right. <laughs> Stony would be scary right now. Yes. Shall we get into a little bit of this episode? Um, or And uh, what album are we doing, I guess, is the big thing. You want to talk about it a little bit, Lena? Yeah, or? we're doing Green Day Dookie. Dookie? Dookie. Dookie. <laughs> so Green Day got together in 1987. I'm not even going to mention the other guys, and this might be really bad, but I really only know Billy Joe, Joe Armstrong. I know that name. The other guys, I don't know. That's... I'm not super musical. <laughs> I guess they were known for always playing 924 Gilman Street Club, um, just a punk club in L.A. And that's kind of they were discovered there and they got a producer. They recorded a couple of albums, but their biggest like, well, and then Dookie, which is, I believe, their third album, but the first major label album. They recorded it in three weeks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Which is kind of amazing when you think of it. Impressive. Yeah, I mean, they had, and that was in 1994. They had been together since 1987. They went through a couple of names, but Green Day. I, I didn't actually ever question the name Green Day. Do either of you know where it comes from? No. no. Just kind of like having a day where you just kind of like get high and like lounge about a Green Day. <laughs> Interesting. Just, yeah, I've never even, I'm just like, oh, Green Day. I never, I didn't think of it at all. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of them. They've been like just playing forever and they had album after album and a lot of people say they're not punk, they're sellouts. Same old, same old if you know like for I don't know. A lot of bands get called out for that, I think, but I don't think that I, I think you I don't think I don't agree with being a sellout for yeah most people. Like you wanna Get your music out there. People know your music. Even get popular. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Making money off of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. So you did pick this album. Why did you pick? I know you said you're more of an 80s girl, which is awesome, too. And when we were kicking around this idea, we thought about 80s, 90s, but we narrowed it down to 90s. But why this album? I really just picked an album. I'm a big but Like, I just appreciate the days where you could just go buy an album mm -hmm. and listen to the whole thing and every single song on the album you actually liked. Yes. And I feel like there's not a lot of albums like that anymore, right? Where there's like one or two songs on the album that you like. That's obviously why iTunes is around, mm -hmm. right? What a great concept where you're like, 12 of the songs are garbage, but one of them is good. I get to pay a dollar, not $27.99 for an album and just grab one song. So I just really picked an album where I liked 99% of the songs. Okay. okay. So you talk about buying a song instead of like an album. This question that we often bring up with guests is, um, were you part of um, Columbia House Music? Like the I was, yeah. <laughs> 
Or BMG. Yeah, I totally ripped that company off. Yeah, do you still have? Uh, I'm sure creditors are after me. <laughs> They're going to show yeah, up I any day. Those days, a lot of pennies. Yes. That's awesome. I think that's been the general consensus. Is ripping yeah, off. Yeah, what a great concept, right? Yeah. Go buy like nine albums or whatever it was for a penny, and yeah, I yeah. loved Columbia House. I used to always use that. Those little stamps, little sticker. Yeah, kind of, yeah that's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I worked at my grandparents' fishing resort, and you can only get there by plane or boat. So when they went in to get the mail every three or four days, I'd be like super excited because I'd think that I'd have my Columbia house. <laughs> like I was kind of addicted to the back pages of magazines, and I like bought the hair shit because I was young and wanted my hair to grow lots. Like, all this kind of woman stuff that I wasn't even, a, I was a teenager, which would probably have just had to go through puberty to wait <laughs> for all of this stuff to kind of happen. And Columbia House was on that list of stuff that I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. So um, did you own this album? Guess I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I wasn't like cute. Like I was more, like I love the 80s. I love everything. I grew up with millions of different you know my parents were 11 years apart so my mom was like mm. rolling stones led zeppelin all of that kind of stuff and my dad was all 50s okay, so even so. growing up my music was like all over the place and then i've always been into all types of music didn't like like tons of punk but i still listened to kind of old school punk like butthole surfers that kind of punk yeah um, my husband when i met him liked like rancid all of that kind of okay. stuff so i kind of got exposed to that yeah. so i heard a green day and all that stuff and i listened to them it wasn't stuff that i listened to all the time but i would think if i think of the 90s i would think of kind of that nirvana that kind of era yeah. kind of really pulling teens out of this spandex scrunchy socks <laughs> into like really dirty jeans and flannel shirts and stuff like that. I remember going through that transition of like bubblegum jeans to now wearing like baggy pants with locks on them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that's so true. Did you listen, when was the last time you listened to this album? Oh, geez. I'd say probably, I've listened to a few songs probably like six, seven months ago, but I haven't listened to the full album in a while. So it's not on your regular playlist, but maybe a couple no, songs like a here and there. Songs yeah. be like Basket Case, yeah. Welcome to Paradise, you know, when I come around. Those ones would be actually with the podcast that I do, I just have like on my Spotify, I'm just like adding all the songs that, you know, people that I like that people have on their playlists. So everything that I kind of listen to has really just been pushed down to the bottom because <laughs> it's like I get new i get new songs all the time that i've never heard of or haven't heard from you know forever where i'm like oh my god i haven't heard this since i was like you know 13 years old this is crazy like i didn't even think this person was still alive or like <laughs> I, I love this song so i love that my playlist keeps on getting pushed down and then if i put it on shuffle it will come up and it's like yeah i love it yeah. but it's not something that i listen to like every single day i'm yeah. not that hardcore <laughs> i mean and some of these songs are on the radio all the time too yeah. so they're around <laughs> yeah for sure so what was your experience with this album did you own it did you... i did own this album 
and I remember playing it a lot because I don't think I had a lot of albums at that time. And sometimes, like, some of the albums I had were probably, I'm just going to say crappy because <laughs> my parents would, like, get me albums. And it's like, oh, maybe he'll like this. But it's, like, 1970s, like, <laughs> stuff that I didn't enjoy at that time. And I didn't want to listen to that at during the 90s. So <laughs> Fair, I guess. Yeah, very fair. <laughs> did you own it? This is going to sound terrible. I don't remember if I did. I seem to think I did. I don't remember all the songs, but they kind of sounded familiar. So I don't know if I own this album. <laughs> and if I did, I didn't listen to it a lot. Oh, okay. And yeah, but I, I kind of remember having it, the cover. I think I did, but usually I know my albums 100%, but... Yeah, I can't remember this one for sure. But this could be part of it. Could be that the way the album flows, you don't sometimes realize if you're not really paying attention. One song flows into another. I kind of like that yeah. about it. And the names of the songs are not really what's in the song either. Exactly. The nineties. It's like, um, why didn't you just call it this? Because this is what you're singing in the in the chorus. But it's like, you know, something completely different. Yeah, and I'm bad with knowing names of songs anyway. So <laughs> my favorite, I will just say my favorite name of a song is Sassafras Roots because I love the word Sassafras. <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with the song or anything. I just love that word. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. You, you did talk about the flow of this album. It did flow really, really yes. good. Like, yeah, I didn't find. Yeah, I didn't find like there was like high points and then it just came right down. It was just yeah. like a nice even flow to it. Yeah, and, I um, agree. Yeah. Almost surprising when it was over. It's like really is that over already? It seemed to go fast, but I don't know. I think it's standard album time. It was thirty eight minutes with fifteen yeah. songs on it. I guess that's kind it's of a lower. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, then I mean, it slows down before all by myself. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Or for that, that slows yeah. it down. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But that was a hidden song on the album. And I'm a huge fan of the hidden songs on the 90s albums. I think it's a, one of those things that's really, 90s did a lot of that, yeah. I find. so. A lot of hidden songs. Yeah. And yeah. that was written and played by Trey Cool, the guitarist, and he and sang by, and he didn't write anything, sing, or anything Except for that song. <laughs> Which That's is all the effort he put into the band, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Trey Cool's kind of a fun name. <laughs> it is kind of a cool name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is there a song that really sticks out for you on this album? Um, or well, I like when, when I Come Around. That's a great tune, yeah. It is. I, I feel like the same as you. I feel that that's just... It was a big hit as well and hearing it a lot, but it was still like a really good song. Yeah, I think I love the anthem songs. Yeah. Right? I like being able to be in an environment where, you know, you play a song and, you know, we just experienced this ye yesterday. We were at a Rock of Ages party yesterday, Halloween party, you know, and I, again, I love all 80s. So I was, you know, they're asking me to kind of DJ a bit, which was really, really cool. And it was cool just to kind of take that environment where you could kind of speed it up, slow it down, play some kiss and then play some tiny dancer and, <laughs> and like, people are like being able to like sing all those songs. Right. And then just watching people go, Oh yeah, I forgot how good this song was. Like, 
when's the last people, you know, last time somebody listened to Twisted Sister or, you know, old school Judas Priest or anything like that, where you could see over well, all that age who I was with last night. So it was cool to just watch that environment. And I feel like when I come around is exactly like that, where you could play that and whether people know the whole entire song or not, they're going to sing the course. Okay. Yeah, that's that's true. That, yeah, getting that whole crowd pumped up and yeah. Um, one so- one thing I realized is I've been singing this song wrong for a long time, but not all the time. Because I will tell you, I used to call, I used to sing, "I'm a loser, MP user," and I always thought it meant like an MP3 user. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been before this album, like after this album. So I realized somewhere along the way, that is how I started singing that song and picturing it. <laughs> but I like not from the get go. Yeah. I just thought yeah. I'd throw that out because I really am bad with lyrics. There's lots of songs like that, though, where you think that you're, you know, I remember we did karaoke one time and somebody did pour some sugar on me. And I think <laughs> after they actually sang the lyrics. People are like, I don't really think I, like this song's actually ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) I actually heard a story about that song that he owned two albums. I can't quite remember. And one was Sugar, like do-do-do-do-do-do. So he came came up like Sugar was in it. But I forget the other album. But when you hear both albums, it makes sense. Like when you think of it, do you remember? Did you hear that on the radio one day? Maybe, but I forget. I don't know where I heard it. <laughs> anyway, that's just off side because I say anything that's on my mind. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So do you have any Canadian connections? Oh, I sure do. So, well, one, and this, you probably have this, isn't quite, it's just Green Day where they have American Idiot and Weird Al does Canadian Idiot. Yeah. Is that... I- I had that Canadian connection as well. But I have a Mike Myers connection. Oh. So they actually have a song on the Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me uh, CD, and call it's called Espionage. And Mike Myers, as we know, is Canadian. Okay. And yours? Um, the producer, Rob Cavallo, worked with Alanis Morissette. So I didn't have to have like a whole bunch of strings going from <laughs> place to place this week to get a Canadian connection. Yeah, sometimes it's a reach for Avery, even more so. <laughs> Definitely a lot of reaching that I have to do to get Canadian connections. <laughs> yeah. I think it's an awesome concept. <laughs> but on the charts, it did reach number one on the Canadian top album CD charts. And it went diamond in the uh, in Canada for sale, so over one million sold. And diamond in U.S., it went as well, and that's over 10 million in the U.S. sold. That's really cool. We were actually supposed to go see them in Las Vegas on the 24th. Oh. oh. They had a big concert in Vegas, like Green Day, Offspring, Good Charlotte. There's probably um, maybe 40 bands. So, oh, okay. Was that at the like, exhibition grounds or something? I forget, like the huge yeah. venue. Yeah, close to the Circus Circus. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. We never got our tickets. Oh. oh. That sounds disappointing. Ooh. That sounds like a good concert too. That would have been awesome. But, yeah, so crazy. It didn't like they didn't mail our tickets. It was like a week before, and we were like, "When am I getting my tickets? When am I getting my tickets?" Oh. And 
That makes me really sad. (laughs) That makes me want to (laughs) cry. Yeah. So it was kind of a screw around for sure because we had to cancel everything. And yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll see them in 2024 when they're on tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I see the pumpkins before. They're pretty awesome. Oh, that'd be a good show. I I have never seen either of these bands, so yeah, me yeah. either. Are really good. I, I picture he puts on a good show. And, well, I just think Billy Corrigan yeah. when I think Smashing yeah. Pumpkins. So, and yes, I know there are other people in the band, but oh, do you know what? I lie. <laughs> when you started talking about people, and then I said I only talked about Billy Joe Armstrong. Like this is where I went. Trey Cool is the drummer, but he played the guitar on the song. Mike Dernst is the bassist and backing vocals. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Or Dernt. <laughs> I can't. I, it feels like there should be an S, S there, but I think it's Dernt. <laughs> Sorry, Mike Dernt, if I wrote your name down wrong and I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> or Mike Dernst, or whatever your name might be. <laughs> if you're out there listening. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you don't. You don't know. Also, I just need to mention um, the song "She." One of my best friends plays that on the ukulele. <laughs> oh wow! She's in love with this song, and just like it is kind of impressive that a man wrote this song when you listen to the lyrics. And I never really did until I heard it on the ukulele, where you hear the lyrics yeah. a little like slower. <laughs> Yeah. No, with a whole bunch of drum and bass in it. Yeah, so I just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> That's really cool. Nice. I'm glad you picked this album. Are you glad you picked this album to talk about today? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great album. Uh, yeah, it is. It really is. It was one of those, like I said, it's a solid album. And I said that about other albums too, but like I said, it's nice flow, good songs. Like some really good standout hits on it too, but even like the lesser known songs are still really good. So yeah, yeah, it just it didn't stop. It was so fun. I didn't get tired of listening to it. I should have put it on my run list, but I think it might have been too much for a run. I don't think there's enough breaks. <laughs> I think I might have died. So <laughs> one more question about this: the album. We usually put a song from the album on our YouTube music playlist. What song should we put on the playlist this week? Hmm. I don't know. Let me just take a quick look here. Yep. I'm also doing the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always just write down the songs because I never remember names of songs. I've started doing that because I'm like, oh, what's the name of that? What's the name of that? <laughs> For me, it's going to have to be like All By Myself. I knew. I knew or Welcome to Paradise. Both are good songs, but... We'll we'll try to come up with some kind of consensus with the three of us. Yeah, I th- I would go with when I come around. Basket case. Welcome to paradise. Nobody um, has long view. <laughs> Nobody even talked about that song. I have that as one of my favorites. But <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. But it it's not my favorite. But <laughs> just <laughs> I have basket cases. My I'm, that's where I'm going. Just straight known. Okay. Well, you guys both said basket case. I'm I'm on board for that. Let's put basket yeah, case on the I playlist. I think it is. I think a lot of people know it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Before we go, do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast again and where people can find it? And sure. So the podcast is called Music Junkies. You can find me on every single social media platform under Music Junkies podcast. Um, like, subscribe, 
whatever you want to do. If you have a playlist, you have some stories that you want to share and you like outrageous questions in between and you're <laughs> open and you can be real and raw, then, Hey, reach out to me. I'd love to have you guys on the show. That'd be super fun. Um, yeah, it's a great podcast. It's all it about is, yeah. inspiring stories and uh, you never know. I love that every single episode is different because I just, you just don't know what songs are linked to what, like, I have no idea, Yeah, which is crazy. So I love that I can't prep for the show. <laughs> I love Sounds that because then I can just be authentic and organic and just real and raw. And I love that because I have no idea. Nice. Awesome. And I can't get in trouble either. You pick the songs. So. <laughs> <laughs> story and don't pick the song. <laughs> so speaking of songs, Lena, what album are we going to do next week? We are going to do everybody. Everybody else is doing it. So why can't we? By the Cranberries. Oh. I've been listening to some like. I don't know, heavier stuff. So I'm going back to like mellower stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we have totally different, uh, well, had totally different tastes. I think <laughs> we kind of come together and just love the 90s. <laughs> yeah. That's good awesome. though. You want to meet somebody that doesn't have the same taste in music as you. True. Yeah. True. Awesome. Again, thanks for being on the yeah, podcast. Thank you. This, welcome thanks this for is, having me oh no problem this was super fun so and you'll put a link in the show notes yeah, yeah. perfect awesome all right yeah, yeah if you want to send this to me i can promote it too it'd be awesome i will, it will. Yeah. yeah awesome all thank right. you thanks you guys i appreciate it short and sweet wow all right thanks for listening we sometimes say that i don't know what. <laughs>